Welcome to Investors Insights. Our topic today is markets open, businesses closing. Wow, what a topic and what a discussion we've had this morning uh, as our portfolio strategies team got together. I'm joined this morning by Bobby Norman, uh, Trey Booth, and Ashley Page, members of our portfolio strategies team, uh, to discuss what's going on in this economy. Also keep in mind this week as we approach the 4th of July, on Friday, the markets are closed. So we've got a jam-packed week, very short, and a lot of information going on. Bobby, you uh, brought some information into the discussion that I thought was uh, very interesting uh, regarding what we're seeing in businesses closing. So the markets, while they're open and, and moving up, we're seeing businesses close, especially small businesses. So talk about that. Yeah, Greg, we're analyzing a report that came out over the weekend uh, from Yelp, a business review company with over 5 million businesses on its platform. And the report said that they're reporting 41% of businesses that closed because of the virus are now permanently closed. 41%, that's a big number. Uh, broken out by category, 53% of restaurants that closed are now permanently closed. 35% of retail stores that closed are now permanently closed. 24% of beauty and spas, and then 26% of fitness gyms. So those are some big numbers, numbers that we're looking at carefully because obviously this matters. This matters because as the virus continues to spread, especially in the southern states, will consumers slow the pace of their spending, which could lead to further uh, permanent closing. So something that uh, is important and we're watching carefully. Well, and, and I call that boots on the ground research. I appreciate you looking into that and researching it. I think it's very insightful about our economy, especially with the conflict going on where we are seeing certain areas of the market going up and other sectors of the market going down. We've got a lot of historic things taking place just besides COVID-19. And with that, Trey, you talked about what the Fed's doing, which in my career of 30 plus years has never happened. Talk about that. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the Fed has definitely, the Federal Reserve has definitely uh, taken actions that it has never taken in its history. Going all the way back to mid-March when it cut interest rates over the weekend, it had never done that. And then starting uh, this week, or actually starting last week, the Fed uh, started buying company bonds individually, specific corporate debt. Historically, the Fed has only bought treasury debt or mortgage debts backed by the treasury. Uh, the Fed is expanding its balance sheet and expanding what it's buying. So uh, it has purchased over 794 different individual corporate bonds. Uh, so it's really a, trying to create a broad base of buying. Uh, the program is estimated to include $250 billion in already issued debt and 500 billion in new issued corporate debt. Trying to keep those companies like Bobby was talking about that are, that are going under, trying to keep them liquid by, uh, by keeping the debt markets open. So if you have no revenue or low revenue, but you still have expenses, you've got to go out to the market to borrow to, borrow to fund those expenses. And so the bond market is where companies do that. So the Fed buying bonds of corporations is, is providing liquidity to those corporations that allow them hopefully to stay open. What's interesting about this and is tricky is that the Fed's never done this, so we don't really have a history of what happens if one of these companies says goes bankrupt. What happens when a corporation goes bankrupt is the bondholders then take ownership of the company's assets. So if a company that the Fed buys, buys bonds and goes bankrupt, does now the federal government own those assets? So it's definitely going to be very tricky. We're, we're in uncharted territories. Uh, hopefully this is a good thing. It, it is a sign of definitely extremes in the current financial markets. Well, and, and we've always heard, don't fight the Fed. Uh, the trend That's is right. your friend. Uh, those have been uh, sayings for years. 
And now we're witnessing a whole new dynamic in the Fed. And I thought that was very insightful, tied to the fact that as Bobby's talking about, you know, small businesses, especially that are now closing. And then simultaneously, Ashley, you came in, though, with uh, information, uh, you know, from the government as well as other economic indicators, uh, which show that things are stronger than they may appear. So talk about that. Uh, delighted to, Greg. If you go back and look at the end of May, you know, you have to look at this data a little bit in your rearview mirror as it firms up a little bit. There are four quick data points that out there that show there are a lot of good things uh, going on, particularly in terms of consumer spending. And as we've told our folks on the vlog many times before, the consumer spending is the core of 70% of what the market does. So it's really, really important. So number one, if you look at May, Household goods spending was up 8.2%. That's a monthly record. That's great. It's amazing. Part of it is stimulus, but not all of it. But what's really significant to us is point number two. If you look at durable goods spending, those are spending on big stuff like autos and refrigerators and things like that. You know, consumers have to be confident to be able to go out and spend like that. It's real different than just spending money on, you know, milk and bread. If you're making a a concerted expenditure like that, you're confident. That durable goods amount spending was up 28.6% in May, also a record. Secondly, if you look on the manufacturing side, one of the things that we've always tracked, and we've had it on the vlog before, we look at what's going on with purchasing managers and manufacturing. Um, That data is almost back to the point of being an expansion. Back in the end of March when COVID hit, it really tailed off, but consistently for the last couple of months now, it's, it's picking up, picking up, picking up, and it is just a hair away from being back in expansion uh, territory. The fourth and final thing we'll mention to you is that the FDIC did a stress test last week on the 33 largest banks in the country. That's important. The, it is. The bottom line of it is, is that even they ran the scenarios, Greg, with COVID-19 really hitting the lending volume, the banks are fine. We didn't have that out of the back of 2008. If our viewers will remember, it took us a year or two to use the TARP program to rebuild that. Very much so. We learned that from 2008. What's important about that to your money? Banks are going to continue to lend. They're not going to be locked up like they were in 2008 for a couple of years. So those are four really key data points that show COVID-19, what notwithstanding, if we get the lid off this pandemic thing, the spending is out there. Right. Very much so. The reason we do these vlogs is to drill down on the information that's out there so our, our viewers, our clients can understand what's really going on and what's going on behind the scenes. And so you take a combination. Yes, there are businesses closing. The Fed is using new techniques. But overall, in terms of the economic data, we're still seeing a lot of positives as we move forward and try to navigate through the COVID-19 situation. So I, you know, I thought the dynamics of our meeting today were outstanding. I appreciate all the work uh, that you guys did uh, throughout the weekend to, to bring this information to light. And I hope that our clients in watching this also have an appreciation, as we like to say here, so that you know what news can impact your portfolio, why we're making decisions and navigating 
through the COVID-19 scenario as the economy shifts, as sectors shift, and as also we tie our portfolio performance to your financial blueprint so that you can know where you need to be or currently where you are in all of this chaos that's going on. We hope you have a great 4th of July in celebration of our freedoms as a nation and freedoms as an economy. And we will keep you updated throughout this short week and look forward as we go into the seventh month of 2020 and looking forward uh, to seeing what's down the road. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.